Google.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. The views and opinions expressed on KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Excursion Broadcasting Network. Fire from the cannons When the smoke clears We're still standing Just stand our ground Fire from the cannons When the smoke clears All right, folks, welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode of Pac-Man and the Rev. Uh, Going to be flying solo today. This Pac-Man, the Rev, is doing a, another one of his urban training and uh, survival classes. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, we're going to cover a couple different things. Uh, try to, uh, you know, keep the brain active on this cold uh well, I guess I guess cold is a relative term compared to last weekend, but uh, this chilly winter uh, January day. So, uh, I want to talk about uh, a couple things: uh, social, some social ideas, some social constructs, uh, concepts, and uh, I also want to talk about uh, this story I've been seeing popping up all over in various different news places about. Uh, Chinese scientists in Beijing uh, connected with the Chinese military have cloned a corona-like virus strain that attacks the brain and has a 100% kill rate in mice. Uh, as they admit there's a risk, it could spill over to humans. You know, I don't know, uh, you know, they... they there's a common phrase that says the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know if there's there's a more clear cut uh, more clear cut example to this than uh, what's going on here. I mean, this is a uh, here. Here's my issue. I don't even really want to talk about the fact that they're still trying to clone more and more and more deadlier viruses after the uh, after the pandemic that we just got out of uh, that we know didn't come from uh, a hungry man chewing on a bat that he bought at an, un at an unsanitary market. Uh, you know, when when you got when you got reports like this coming out that the, the scientists are mutating these things on purpose, and you're still going to believe that this is some sort of natural uh, naturally. A 
occurring incident that took place, then then you're going to fall into the character of uh, the negative side of what we're going to talk about today. Uh, and I, I want to talk about social influencing, psychological uh, uh, tactics on the masses, and uh, who how easy it is for people to manipulate the mindset of the masses. Uh, we, we know that that concept is pretty heavy and, you know, with everything from the vote blue, no matter who type of, uh, type of brainwashing politics that we've had in this country to, uh, you know, uh, JD mentioned it on his half hour or his hour show, uh, just before us about the, uh, the number of Latino and black supporters that are that are supporting and backing uh, former President Trump in his uh, 2024 run, you know that that that's people waking up to the social conditioning that they've had for years and years and years of uh, of programming and you know victimhood mentality and and chains of broken promises and lies and you know handouts for loyalty you know that type of stuff we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about a couple little uh interesting experiments that I've read about that uh that kind of show the influence of uh of mass non-critical thinking paranoia in uh in groups uh the the idea that uh the more the more people you have concentrating on an idea, the uh, the lower the IQ generally seems to be, so to speak. That uh, that that comes from the limitation of critical thought process, because critical thought process is not a mass is not a mass crowd type of thinking. It's not a mob mentality. Uh, critical thinking comes on an individual level, but we're going to show some. I'm going to talk about some experiments about how how easy it is if you have the right tools at your disposal uh, and in this case the media is that tool to devastate uh, the critical thinking process of a large group of people but anyway so you know back to this whole scientists manipulating a, a new strain of coronavirus you know this this is going to lead me to say something that's going to that might be a very unpopular opinion but genetics the discovery of the human genome genetics in general now this happened hundreds and hundreds of years ago not the human genome but the first study in genetics and uh, came actually from monks that were crossbreeding peas peas as a uh, uh, you know like snow peas that type of stuff and they they noticed that they had different varieties of these peas that they were growing in their monastery and there was science there were I shouldn't say scientists there were monks that were experimenting with crossbreeding these type of peas and then you know skip forward a couple you know a few hundred years we understood not necessarily the the concept of DNA but we understood the the 
process of uh, splicing and those type of concepts when in the 60s the uh, American government actually experimented with various forms of uh, potato blight. You know, the disease that is known for, you know, potato blight is one of the most devastating diseases in the world when it comes to agriculture. In fact, even though despite potatoes being the number one worldwide grown crop, potato blight is actually responsible every year for a destruction of 20% of those uh, of those crops on a yearly basis. I mean, so that's a huge number when you think about it. And uh, the experimentation was to create a, a very virile form of potato blight. And they actually were creating it as a weapon and the design, the the principle behind it was we could release this into a country that is our enemy and uh, you know like it, during the Cold War eras per se like a country like Russia and we could starve our enemies out uh, because it would destroy most of their crops and so they did a lot of experimentation with uh, plant-based diseases and at least back then for probably the only time in the history of these type of uh, these type of scientific discoveries did people sit back and say wait a minute what's going to stop this from eventually reaching our crops and destroying our food supplies and so they ended up uh, they ended up shelving the project and and not moving forward with it but <clears throat> genetics in my opinion, and like I said, this can be a very popular opinion, is probably the worst discovery that mankind has made at this point in our social and our our mental development as a species. And, and, and I'll explain that. Uh, what I'm getting at is, is that we are driven right now, we are too heavily driven by very, very temptatious uh, and influencing factors in, in our behavior like greed, uh, things like power and control, even things like jealousy, you know. Uh, the the you know here, here's a classic example of it um, when we discovered splitting the atom how splitting atoms worked you know our first thought wasn't oh well maybe we could build power plants that we could provide power for people in poor communities that don't have power or maybe these we can figure out ways to manipulate the radiation factor of different isotopes and this and that for medical purposes that's not what we did the first thing we did was we said how can we weaponize this? And we spent a couple of years developing a nuclear weapon, which we very quickly used in an act of aggression. And, and that's that's what I'm talking about as far as our 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 state of our social state when it comes to the power of something like genetics. And yes, genetics has provided some pretty fantastic things. Uh, you know. Never mind just the simple little pleasures of DNA and, and Ancestry.com type stuff. Stick with us, folks. We're going to cut to a quick commercial break, and we're going to pick right up where we left off.
Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. All right, folks, we are back. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, thanks for giving a listen to our sponsors and our advertisers who help keep the radio going and keeping us uh, on the air with our amazing fans and listeners. And so just before the break, we were talking about uh, – I was talking about genetics and and my unpopular opinion about genetics being one of the most dangerous powers that mankind has discovered and how to wield. And yes, uh, you know, it has led to some pretty miracle, miraculous discoveries. It has led to the understanding of genetics and diseases, uh, the understanding of certain types of cancers, the understanding of uh, different types of afflictions and how to treat them. Uh, it has led to uh, DNA usage in in criminal justice. You know, we, we have been able to uh, use DNA evidence to to prosecute people that we may not have been otherwise able to prove their involvement in serious crimes. You know, I mean, so there's, there has definitely been some pros. The problem is, is that these type of things come with a balance. And, you know, so the same, the same doctor who and this is where I'm going to go back to us being too heavily influenced by greed and too heavily influenced by uh, power and control and those type of things. Imagine a scenario that you're a doctor and you you get into microbiology with the intention of uh, of studying you know virology and stuff like that for the purpose of curing diseases, and you come across some sort of way to to learn how to genetically manipulate uh, different diseases to where they they have a beneficial effect on people like 
genetically manipulating a virus that attacks specifically cancer cells that exhibit a, a type of this or a type of that, you know, that type of condition. And you bring it to the medical world. Uh, you know, the medical world is a pretty cutthroat business, uh, especially when it comes to pharmaceuticals and it comes to uh, uh, businesses that make money off of the sick and uh, and people who make money off of selling medications to those people that uh, that that need them for their survival, for their health, for for whatever reason. And they don't. Uh, you know, they they show an interest in your in in what you've discovered about the genetics of diseases, but they don't. Uh, it it doesn't catch on in the way that you thought it would. It's it's a miraculous discovery, but it's the medical world. It's a private industry. It's a very cutthroat business, and then all of a sudden, here comes. A government scientist who takes notice of what you did and what your what your process can lead to and says, hey, you know, we'll we'll offer you a bunch of money to come over here and uh, teach our scientists this process, teach our people how to uh, how to do what you're doing uh, and come and work on these uh, illnesses, come and work on these viruses and see it. You know, the the temptation for us to explore the dark side of the balance of the things that we know is very high. And I think a huge part of that is because we, right now, we're reaching a phase where we are allowing the process of discovery to hold a higher importance than accountability. And and so what I mean by that is, is that we allow the process of discovery to wipe the slate clean of the collateral damage caused by that discovery because it's all in the name of progress. It's all in the name of knowledge. It's all in the name of ex expanding our understanding. And so when there are consequences to it, we we have a tendency to, to overlook those by saying, well, look, look at all the good that we've gotten from what we've discovered. And, and basically they become, you know, the casualties just become a statistic to the process. Well, yeah, until you have six million people across the planet that die from a disease that was manipulated. And I'm not saying that, uh, that the people who do this always do these type of things because of greed or this or that. The report that I was talking about said these are Chinese scientists that are working closely with the military. Do you really think in a country like China that you work with the military? No, you work for the military and you don't have options outside of that. So you, you know, you, you're, you're probably sitting there uh, manipulating these under some serious threats of uh, what will happen if you don't, you know, and so but that's what I'm talking about. Us discovering this basically without the discipline, without the humility, without the accountability and, uh, <clears throat> you know, to be able to say, hey, I understand what you're offering, but this is something that should only be used for good. And 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 if you are one of those people who feels that way, that's great. But in the eyes of the people who are who are, you know, seeking power, seeking control, uh, they, they don't need you necessarily. You are replaceable. And so 
it, it's it's one of those where we as a society have to be at a certain level of maturity and morality to do this. The same thing with, uh, you know, I have the same kind of opinion on astrophysics. You know, we build, we spend this huge amount of money to build this, the Hadron Collider. And now there's actually a proposal to build one that's almost five times as large as this. And and the idea of it was basically to smash random molecules and atoms and isotopes together at light speed and observe what happens. You know, I don't know anybody outside you know anybody above a second grade education level that hasn't just marveled over the telescope that they got for christmas and they looked out into space and and could see stars and planets and all these marvels of creation that exist in the universe and and some of the most powerful things that have ever happened that we read about black holes and supernovas and all of these type of things and that we don't understand anything of outside of what we see happening in a telescope and what we predict is happening on the other end of it. And so we decide we're going to build these uh, these giant colliders to, to mimic these type of conditions here on the planet with no real, you know, and I get it, they're, they're, they're smashing them together, they're creating new elements, it, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but the reality is, is that they don't know what it is that they're getting into. And that lack of knowledge is the least of their concerns on what they do, uh, and what they plan to do, and, and the experiments that they want to carry out. And so, you know, these guys that are sitting in these Chinese labs manipulating these viruses, they don't know what the outcome's going to be. A DNA strand, a genetic genome, doesn't have an instruction manual. You know, so it doesn't sit here and say, oh, well, if you, you know, you can't look at it through a really fine electron microscope and it says on the side of it, uh, here's the instructions for what this gene does. They just start cramming this stuff into different things and then infecting life with it, uh, giving it to mice, giving it to rats, giving it to monkeys and seeing if something happens. And then all that all that becomes is another number in a book. And they said, oh, hey, we crammed here, you know, experiment one of. Virus 1-666, we jammed these, uh, we jammed these genetic material into and we gave it to this animal and this is what happened. You know, and that's, uh, it kind of goes back to the, you know, Hollywood. Hollywood is a really good example of the dangers of these type of things. If you can, you cannot think of a possible danger in a scenario like this that hasn't already been played out in Hollywood. Uh, Jurassic Park. Very good example where they said you you believe that you have the ability to control life, but life will find a way. And guess what? Life found a way in, 20, in late 2019, 2020, when this uh, experimentation on creating a deadly disease got out of control. And pretty soon, the entire world was shut down. You know, within a matter of months, there wasn't a country in the planet on the planet that didn't have hospitals just jam-packed full of stuff because we thought we could control something something that was above our understanding. And so that's that's where I'm getting at with, with the whole genetics and the, my unpopular opinion that we are not ready for such a science. Um, I get that uh, I get that that 
we we have to uh, we have to accept that progress is going to happen. That discovery is going to happen. But uh, well, you know, Pac. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know if you heard uh, yesterday in hour three, I think it was of Al- of the Alex Jones show. They talked about all these things, and they specifically talked about Colorado. Matter of fact, we have like a. Uh, we have a clip that's playing uh, throughout the weekend on a couple of shows from that show. But they were talking about, of course, the Bat Lab at CU in Fort Collins that we've been uh, fighting for a year now. And they talked about that hospital down in Denver, and they were talking about the shedding Ebola vaccines and all that stuff. And now I know that that's a little different than some of these other genetics and things, but... My thing is this, I'm all for it if it's for making humanity well and it's done within God's laws, but to be doing all this crazy stuff for nothing but pharmaceutical company profits and the war machine, the industrial war complex, that is... Oh, Very yeah. dangerous. I hundred uh, percent agree. I mean, if you think about uh, uh, the, you know, because the problem is, is that you, you're right. Like, I, I am completely on board with this as long as it is being done for the idea of the benefit of mankind. But, you know, the problem is, is that at the same time they were creating a vaccine for smallpox to get rid of one of the world's biggest plagues, the military complex was building stockpiles of it that was capable of wiping out humanity seven times over. Yeah, that ain't and, good. Yeah, and so, you know, and when when you have the powers to be that are not concerned about the impact that it has on the little guy of the world, what stops these people from either doing these things voluntarily or just forcing this, which is what I believe is likely happening in China, that these people are being forced to uh, to do this research. I mean, what, what are you going to do to stop it? And you're right. I mean, the, the, the Harvard, the what was his name, the biochemist or whatever from Harvard that was found guilty uh, for literally uh, sending plans on how to build this this Wuhan laboratory to China in exchange for payments. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was, he received like $50,000 worth of payments well, to I help them CU, build and design it. I guess CU must have got a hold of those same plans, huh? Absolutely. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm with you like to, to sit back and just ask yourself like, why, why, what is the purpose of it? It kind of, it kind of makes me think of, uh, I have a lot of friends who believe in the concept of like chemtrailing. I'm sure you've heard what that is. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I have to ask my – I try to ask myself why. I, I try to look at it logically and say what would be the what would be the benefit of doing chemtrail poisoning across a mass society because the people who authorized it would be also afflicted by it. But then when you read things like this, oh, we're, we're trying to build an even deadlier coronavirus when we – you know, when we barely got through the last one and – I start to understand that you really can't ask why because there's no answer. People just do it. Yeah. And That's so crazy, man. Yeah. And you look at World War One and how did they deliver the poison? By gas. And now here we are a hun- over a hundred years later 
And how are they talking about delivering the poison? In the air. Again. Yeah, again. And and the thing that's scary about genetics and viral manipulation is that this this could lead to the concept you know, everybody knows. You can go back to the history of the twentieth century and even the twenty first century, because it's still happening in places of the world. One of the most thought curdling words that you can give to, that you can say to somebody that just invokes absolute disgust and terror is the word genocide. And when you can manipulate viruses on a genetic level, you can create targeted diseases that basically have no purpose other than the uh, than the concept of genocide. We are going to wipe out everybody that matches this genetic similarity. Uh, We'll be right back, folks. Uh, Stick with us. Quick break. And then we'll be in the bottom of the hour. sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. 9-11 Desta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health. Bleed Stop, clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds, Bleed Stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular Bleed Stop website prices. Get yours today. Storm out. Right in the storm. 
All right, folks, welcome back. Uh, bottom half of the hour, our time time really, really starts rocking when you get talking. Uh, but uh, so we're going to kind of step away from the specific subject of, of genetics and, and stuff like that. I kind of weighed in my opinion on why I think that that is a, an amazing science that we are not quite ready for, that we are not quite mature enough for. Uh, I hate to use the, uh, the adamage of uh, giving a loaded firearm to a child, but that really is what what this field feels like when we start uh, when we start breaking into these type of things. Uh, but <clears throat> I want to talk about why uh, why do people like? Okay, so you have the leaders and the powers that be of this world, and they represent a very 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 small majority of this world. Uh, in the U.S., for example, we have oh, excuse me, we have. 535 federal senate and house representatives we have one president one vice president uh you know we have some cabinet appointees and and whatnot we have uh we have nine justices i believe on the supreme court we have uh you know we have a very 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 small fraction of people who who conduct and carry out these things in 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 the world but we have billions and billions of common folk who who you can sit down you can sit down with and ask them do you think these things are right and 99 99.9% of them are going to tell you no these things are horrible we should not be doing these things but we don't do anything about it. We don't stop it. We don't force change. You know, we don't uh, we don't get in the way of these things. And then when when they do happen, we uh, we try to assign accountability for it. But the accountability is forgotten about as people then divide down middle lines and and come up with reasons why. Well, this was acceptable. This was necessary. This was that. This was this. And uh, you know and. I want to talk about how that type of programming gets put into people's heads. And uh, I want to talk about three specific experiments. Uh, two of them are going to be something that is much more widely applicable to the general – to a general mass of people or can be applied to a general mass of people. One is a little bit uh, more on an individual level, but, but you have to understand the individual person's psychology to uh, – to understand how easy it is to manipulate the masses, especially if you can put the masses in the same situation that the individual was in. Uh, the first one, I, I'm not going to, I don't know the specific details so I do, of these experiments, like what they were exactly called uh, <clears throat> and who conducted them, but I, I know what the results of these experiments were and, and what the takeaways were on the influence of the psychology behind them. One was a very simple experiment that was conducted, I believe, in the 60s. Um, I may be wrong on that. Uh, it may have been in the 50s or a little bit earlier. Uh, this, this scientist took rats. He took rats and he threw them in uh, basically buckets of water uh, that the rats could not get out of. And the rats were – it was too deep for them to be able to touch the bottom and keep their head above. So it was, it was literally 
keep swimming or drowned. And uh, what he found out with these rats was that most of these rats would give up, they would be exhausted, and they would drown in 15 minutes or less. 15 minutes or less. So he changed the variables of the experiment a little bit, and he would throw these rats into the water. And then after a couple minutes of swimming, he would reach into the water and he would pull the rats out and he would dry them off and put them back in their cage. The next day, he uh, threw the rats back in the water and watched them and observed them. And these rats continued to swim and hold their head over out of water for over 60 hours people after and what the conclusion after repeating this over and over time was the rats that were thrown into the water that were never taken out of the water and just left to drown basically gave up and lost hope that they could get out of that situation but the rats that were rescued from the water were psychologically uh programmed to believe that they would be saved at some point so they continued to struggle and struggle and struggle to the point beyond exhaustion uh, for five whole days that these rats did this because they believed that at some point, if they just held out a little longer, something would come and save them. Now, how, how does this really apply? Well, it, it, on a social level, well, a couple of reasons. One is... Uh, you can obviously, you know, the the obvious is is that uh, you can't rely on the people who control everything to come and save you when you are in a desperate situation. But it only takes them doing it once to create a massive, massive massive situation of dependency uh, where you know we. Uh, during the pandemic, we can shut down society and we can force people into these very desperate situations. And then we give them a little bit of a handout to help them get through it. And we create this mass psychology of dependency so that when when things are going bad again, instead of just demanding change and pointing fingers, you will sit there quietly hoping and praying that something comes along and rescues you at some point so you know that that was a uh, that was a psychology experiment that was done on animals but you know if you look at it you know other than having very sophisticated brains and thought processes we are you know biofunctionally animals uh so the uh the idea of of creating a dependency by by providing a uh by providing a handout just once, just once. Now, I'm not saying that means that every person who goes hungry on the streets needs to be left to go hungry, but I'm just saying that it is very, very easy to create a situation where people become so dependent on the handout or the helping hand that they no longer seek how to get themselves out of a situation, and they will struggle on indefinitely waiting for that handout. Uh, So... The other uh, 
Another one of the experiments that was really interesting was they they brought in this was a study that was done uh, with a large group of women. They brought them in and they had some makeup artists uh, put some scars on their faces, so they looked like they had disfigurements on their face like they had physical disfigurements and <clears throat> the idea was was the the idea of the study was they were going to send them out and they were going to have them do job interviews um, and they were and they were going going to see if they felt like they were being discriminated against because of their physical appearance, because of the disfigurements on their face. And uh, so before they sent these women out to these job, different job interviews, they said, we're going to touch up your makeup real quick. And so they would stand out and somebody would go to touch it up before they let them out the door to go to their interviews. What they didn't realize was the people that were touching up their makeup actually removed the scars. So they sent them to the interview without these scars. They had no scars on their faces. They were perfectly normal, just the way they were, would have been naturally. 100% of the women reported back that they felt like they were discriminated against because of the scarring on their face and their physical and the physical deformities on their face. Uh, some of them even went so much as to write down specific things that the interviewers said that they felt were were directly targeting and directly discriminating against the way that they appeared. Uh, so why why is this why is this a big deal what you know why is this important oh, so you trick these people and think something well when we come back we're going to explain the impact that this study had Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too. Don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720 Hi folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Do you love AM 1360 and the uncensored radio you get to listen to every day? KHNC has launched a listener sponsorship fundraiser to raise the money needed to replace our old failing transmitter. Your generous donation will help make this much-needed upgrade happen so you and future generations can continue to hear the uncensored truth for decades to come. By donating and becoming a KHNC sponsor, you will receive the new AM1360 t-shirt, a bumper sticker, and the new limited edition one-ounce pure silver KHNC coin. Also, for being part of this exclusive group, you will receive the monthly KHNC newsletter. The sponsorship package requires a minimum donation of $100, although donations of any amount will be greatly appreciated. You can help us purchase the new transmitter by going to 1360KHNC.com and clicking the Donation tab at the top of the page. Again, that's 1360KHNC.com and click the Donation tab. Thank you.
right, folks, we are back. Thank you for sticking with us through that short, quick break. Uh, so uh, just to recap the, the second uh, experiment that we were talking about. So uh, this group of researchers, they uh, had some makeup artists put scars on women's faces, and they were going to send them out to interviews to uh, to see if they were if they felt that they were discriminated against because of the appearance of their face, because of the scarring that was on their face, uh, and see if they if they received any uh, you know. I don't know what the term for it would be, uh, but basically physically discriminated against. Uh, so <clears throat> they told these women that they needed to touch up their makeup one one last time before they went out the door. And during the touch up, they were actually removing the scars and sending these women out unbeknownst without any uh, without any facial def- uh, scarring or anything like that. One hundred percent of the women reported back from the job interview that they that they absolutely felt like they were being treated differently because of the scarring on their face. Some of them even went so far, as I said, to write down specific statements made by the interviewer that they believed were uh, kind of uh, metaphorically discriminatory against the way that they looked. Um, why? What? What did they? What was the takeaway of this? Well. It's pretty simple. The takeaway of this, which is something that also heavily applies to our society, is that when you create a mental state of victimhood in somebody, they will not only they won't necess- they won't be victims, but they will actively seek out being victimized uh, mentally, physically, however you want to look at it. If you condition people to believe they are victims, they will see victimizing in everything. They will see uh, they will see atrocities in everything. They will feel targeted by everything. Um, so this experiment showed how it is very easy to turn an individual into a victim in their own head, and that individual will approach society as a victim, and they will find victimhood in every scenario that they're in okay so so we had the first experiment that showed if you if you give somebody a handout and if you put somebody in a desperate situation and then give them a handout from that situation you can put them in that situation again and they will indefinitely remain in that situation waiting for a handout they will die waiting for a handout before they seek a resolution to the problem themselves Uh, the second experiment proved that if you create a victim or if you make somebody think they are a victim they will find a way to be a victim they will think with a victim mentality and they will find victimization in everything that they do the third experiment was actually not an experiment it's a game it's a game that was created uh, i don't know exactly when some of you may have heard of it uh the game was basically called werewolves very simple uh it was a very simple concept game that was created by a college student and what it was was they took 20 people and they all randomly drew a card out of a basket and they couldn't show the card to anybody else in the room it was just theirs to see on 18 of those cards was the term villager on two of those cards was the term werewolf so everybody was then sat in the room and they put a blindfold on and the moderator of the game 
would start a timer and the werewolves would remove their blindfolds and they would point at one villager each round and then they'd put their blindfolds back on and the moderator would remove that villager from the game and then at the end of each round everybody in the group would try to figure out who it was that they thought was the villager by the things that they the things that they heard their own uh, derived paranoia and this and that and the and the werewolves of course obviously pretended to be villagers along with the group and at the end of each round they had to vote somebody out and that person if it, the, the idea was is that by the time all the villagers are dead or voted out, you have to identify who the werewolves are. Uh, and the way the game is won is at the end of the game, if when there's just down to the last two people, if even one of them is a werewolf, then the werewolves win. If the last two people are villagers, then the villagers win. Uh, and here's the interesting thing about it, because nobody knew who each other was. There were some times where the werewolves were gone from the game towards the very beginning of the game, and the villagers continued to suspect each other as being werewolves and voting each other out of the game. Um, but the reality of it was, over 85% of the time, the werewolves won the game because the werewolves were aware of the situation that was happening and they were able to manipulate the fear of the masses into accusing people of things that they were not guilty of because the 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 the, the information kept was presented and it was forced and it was implied and it was repeated over and over and over until these people would begin to point fingers at completely innocent people simply because they were fearful of what was happening. They were fearful of the situation. And nine out of ten times, because they were acting upon only the group, the information that the group had amongst itself, whereas the werewolves, knowing more than the group did, could manipulate the information that was provided to the group, were able to convince the group to target and turn on itself. Uh, this is another thing that, in my opinion, is happening wildly crazy in modern society that we have things like things like the media telling you that people like Trump are a threat to democracy. So they'll repeat that over and over and over and over and over again until you are so focused on that being the threat that when democracy is actually being attacked in front of you by the people that are accusing somebody else of doing it, you never point the finger at the actual bad guy because you don't know what's happening. You're just acting upon a fear and irrational uh, idea that was implanted in your head. So that was the third experiment that I was talking about, or not experiment in that case, it was a game. But what it proved was on an individual level with the mice, if you put a person or you put society into a situation of hardship and then you give them a handout to get them out of that hardship, you create a dependency. And so if you put them back in that hardship, they're stuck in it again. That was experiment one. We're going to go to our last quick break here, folks, and then we're going to go on for another short segment, and then we're out of time. Stick with us, folks. Don't go anywhere. 
This is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Hey, honey, I've been looking all over for you. The radio says there's an emergency. What are you doing down here? I heard that, too. So I'm down here checking our preps, making sure we got enough Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. I hope we do. We need Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. It's so sweet and creamy, comes in all the flavors I love, and it's essential in an emergency. Yeah, and it melts in your mouth. They have vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, and a lot of other exciting flavors. It needs no refrigeration, and it lasts for 25 years. But I can't find it anywhere. Mom, Dad, I have something to tell you. I ate all the Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. Don't let this happen to your family. You need good snacks and treats for the moments that matter, especially when it's ice cream that doesn't melt. Go to RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and stock up on Rocky Mountain Freeze-Dry ice cream and candy today. Again, the website is RockyMountainFreezeDry.com. All right, folks, welcome back. Uh, we've only got a couple quick minutes here, so we're just going to recap what we talked about for the last half hour. Uh, the uh, the experiments and their their impact on the understanding of psychology of people and society. Uh, people put in a desperate situation that are bailed out of that situation, or even if they get themselves in that situation, if they are bailed out of that situation, then it creates a dependency. So when they find them in again in in a desperate situation again, whether it was artificial or on purpose or was accidental, doesn't really matter. Uh, the tr- they will remain in that position indefinitely, waiting to be bailed out again, rather than actively seeking a way to help themselves out of the situation. They will they will stand in the fire waiting to be rescued. Uh, so. The second one was an experiment that if you create victimhood within people, uh, if you create the if you send people out into the world with the idea that they are a victim or that they are going to be victimized for who or what they are, uh, whether it is true or not, they will believe it is happening. They will create it. They will create victimhood within themselves, within uh, every situation that they're in, every encounter they have. They will approach it as a victim and they will see victimizing in it every point of of the way. The uh, the third game was that if you can control the direction of the information, you can terrify the masses into making irrational decisions and supporting irrational ideas uh, for the safety safe, the sake of their own fear and their own 
uh, lack of understanding. Um, these are three situations that I personally see playing out very heavily in in the United States and across the, across the world. Uh, the United States a little more drastically, in my opinion, because uh, we are still pretty heavy on uh, on our constitution. So, you know, in in order for the government to get away with a lot of things that it does, we have to let them. They can't just they can't just authorize themselves to do it. So they create a social environment that allows them to either either commit their atrocities or to do them unnoticed. Uh, uh, and, and in that case, you don't. It doesn't really matter if it's something they're allowed to do or not. If you're too busy worrying about being a victim, too busy worrying about waiting for the next handout, or uh, too busy being fearful of everything that's around you and how to react to it, then you don't have time to stop them anyway. Uh, so you know that's that's kind of what uh what I wanted to talk about. I'm a huge fan of psychology, and uh, this is uh this is not new. Like this is these are these are proven uh these are proven tactics of breaking down social structure, breaking down societies, breaking down nations internally without ever a shot fired. I mean, we're, we're on the verge of World War III. I mean, we know that. Uh, we've got Ukraine and Russia fighting. We've got, we've got wars in Israel uh, on two fronts. We've got Pakistan and Iran attacking each other. We've got Iran attacking American targets. We've got, I mean, we are, we are literally on the verge of physical World War III. But, uh, you know, we got China that's uh, focusing on taking over Taiwan. I mean, we th th that's where we're at. I mean, even the leaders of NATO are saying we will likely we will likely be in a World War Three scenario within the next 20 years. So, I mean, that's that's one way of looking at it. But, you know, the the idea of breaking down a society is not a new concept. The KGB researched very, very numerous ways of psychological attacks to try to break down America within and when you're your own government that wants to break down the strength and the unity and the power of your people you don't do it by marching your military down the street uh, that doesn't work you can't invade yourself so folks I love you God bless thanks for listening to my uh, little rants and stories today we will catch you next weekend same time same place same channel be safe <laughs>